We're back to the Neil Haley Show here on the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program actor, celebrity Michael Gross. Michael, thanks for calling. And it we're is gonna, my pleasure. And we're going to be talking about Tremors, but I wanted to ask a question. What was your like f- fondest memory being part of Family Ties before we get into Tremors? Oh, boy. Well, I, I, boy, I, I think the laughter, overall the laughter, uh, being surrounded by wonderful, wonderful cast and extraordinary writers. Uh, uh, honest to goodness, because, you know, there's a, there's a, a feeling of safety when there's good writing and, and, uh, and people who, who are doing well around you, the, the people with whom you surround yourself. And so it was a great cast, Meredith Baxter, Michael J. Fox, yes. Justine Bateman, Tina Yovis, the marvelous, marvelous writers, some of whom have gone on to do uh, other wonderful shows. And just, uh, I've always felt as an actor, safety in good writing. And so week after week, I knew we, I was in a safe place uh, and in a good place. And just hearing, hearing people's reactions, we, did, you know, we worked in front of a live audience. Yeah. That being said, it's, it's hard to narrow it down because you know, being together for seven years is unusual for any actor. Uh, we're such, uh, we don't expect to have steady work uh, ever. We're gypsies. Right. And uh, uh, to have gone through all the things we did um, uh, marriages, um, deaths, divorce, new homes, uh, uh, child, new children, the births of children, all these sorts of things as a group. And I'm not just the cast, but the writers and the crew, we got to know each other so well. And so it really was quite a family. And that was a, that was a very special thing. So it's interesting you talk about a family, a family on uh, the storylines and also a family of everyone of the cast and how much you're, you're so fond of every one of them. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah. You can't help but become close after it. Yeah. It's like what most people do, I suppose, with long, long-term jobs. It's just unusual for an actor. Exactly. And seven years is long for an actor for sure. So Michael, once family ties ended, a lot of times it's hard be, that you're afraid. Maybe you'll be typecast the rest of your career. And that definitely well, did not happen. It. You got it. And how yeah. did you kind of, make sure that wouldn't happen or kind of reinvent yourself in that way. Neil, I don't make sure of anything. (laughs) I realize more and more as time goes on, how little control I have over things. Oh, uh, you know, uh, and so I worried about that. Would people accept me as someone, someone very different, um, uh, than Stephen Keaton, because, uh, you're in their homes. There's a power in that being in somebody's home every week, for seven years right. and um, fortunately the good people at um, uh, at Tremors uh, Ron Underwood the director S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock the writers of the first Tremors called on me to come in and uh, and uh, and see them uh, audition for them right and when I first got the script for Tremors this horror film with this sort of right-wing paranoid, obsessive, compulsive, disordered survivalist. I thought, this has got to be a mistake. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been America's sweetest father for seven years. This is, they sent this to the wrong person. I, was I intrigued? Absolutely. But I thought, they, they got it wrong. Anyway, apparently they loved the audition. I went in, and uh, uh, as uh, the rest was history. 
Uh, and the beauty of it was within a, a week of the end of Family Ties, I was on the set of Tremors. Uh, within a week of the uh, our cast party uh, and uh, the, the, the the departure going away party for se- after seven years of Family Ties, I was I was on I was on the set of Tremors working with Kevin Bacon and Reba McIntyre, Fred wow. Ward, this wonderful cast, and I thought, well. That answers the question. Would there be work, and would it would it be a, a kind of different character? So, um, thank God for that. Thank God for somebody uh, taking a chance on me, if you will. Exactly, and I think it's different nowadays because so many people do so many different projects and be on three or different four different shows. But at that time, man, it could have been a nightmare for you to say, okay, but getting that opportunity right off the bat with tremors and the 30th anniversary, we're talking about, you know, 30th anniversaries. This is pretty special time for you, right? For tremors. And then also thinking about family ties in the anniversary. Uh, you're at, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, we, nobody has any idea. Again, an actor doesn't think he's going to work very long and you don't think that you don't think you're going to be doing a, a sixth sequel right. to a film. Uh, and, uh, I keep playing, you know, the same revisiting this character again and again over the years has been uh, just a, a great deal of fun. I, I, who knew? Who knew? Uh, some of it's just dumb luck. Uh, naturally, when an opportunity presents itself, you have to step up to the plate and prove you're worthy of that presentation. But um, but a lot of it's just luck. So they trusted me. Absolutely. So your character kind of, how did you start just developing it to the point of seven films later? You know, well, uh, in some ways, um, uh, I, if he is a survivalist and I guess I am too, after seven, (laughs) seven films, uh, I survived in some ways because so many other people dropped away. Uh, Kevin Baker did not care to do the second one. Uh, Fred Ward did the second. Um, Reba never, you know, never wanted to do others. She was doing other things. Um, I'm the one who, who who stayed precisely because this character presented so many comic possibilities. Um, the comic paranoia uh, of the man. The uh, uh, comedy is is in some ways about exaggeration, about excess. And he's nothing if not <laughs> excessive. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I kept coming back anytime somebody said, well, do you want to play Burt Gummer again? I said, of course I do. <laughs> uh, of course I do. He's so wonderfully silly. And, um, and so uh, other people dropped away, and I became sort of the center of a lot of these films merely because other people weren't. Uh, I always considered him an ancillary character. We go back to television history, and let's talk about uh, the Fonz in Happy yes. Days. And I always felt as if the Fonz, the odd man out, always worked best when he was surrounded by the normalcy of the Cunningham family. You know, uh, he he stood in opposition to, to good, normal, everyday America, clean-cut America. And I always felt the same way about Burke, that he had to be surrounded. I never saw him as the center of attention. He had to be surrounded by by relatively normal human beings to show how, how really nutty he was. And so I, to me, the, the rest of the cast is always extremely important because it's only in looking at them that we really understand Burke's excesses. Exactly. And that's so true. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And this character and it's a cult figure in this show, this, this, the movies 
are cult classics. And to have the seventh film and the availability of the latest film, plus you can have the whole collection, that's got to be great for fans, for sure. It, it really is. It really is. And it's, it's great for me, too. I haven't gone back and I only go back and watch them when we make another one. To, to capture the feeling again, to capture the, the ambiance of, uh, of a Bert and that world. Um, so I don't, I don't view them in between uh, much at all, but I know a lot of people do, and God bless them. I, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, they're the reason we, I'm grateful for them. They're the reason we keep coming back because, you know, this is all driven by, by sales and, and interest. Um, I'm not sure, you know, um, and we keep trying to reinvent it with something new and challenging for Bert, not just monster hunting, but um, <laughs> uh, personal challenges as well. That's to me what 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 makes him fascinating to me is what uh, emotional challenges does he have to deal with? Uh, because monster hunting is easy, and after a while it gets a little boring. To pick up a gun, shoot it. <laughs> pick up another gun, shoot it. All uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, what what keeps him going internally, and what what must he face aside from the monsters? Because of course, <laughs> frankly, I think our, our own, the monsters within are always more difficult to deal with than the monsters without. <laughs> you never knew that a sci-fi comedy would now really be reality with what we've dealt with COVID-19 and the craziness of this year of 2020. Well, it, it is, it is a little like, um, it is a little like a metaphor for, for COVID-19. And I'm going to tell you one of the things I love about the tremors, uh, series, and this is something that I think could be illustrative in in Congress, in the way we all we've gone to our so many people have gone to separate uh, camps right now, um, and uh, d d defending their their space. Uh, Tremors is all about uh, an extremely disparate group of people, some of whom would never be friends in real life. Uh, certainly. Bert wouldn't even talk to someone else in real life because he's such a, uh, a misanthrope. Um, he, they band, this disparate group of people bands together to deal with a common enemy. Yes. And they realize that the, the common enemy is far much worse than any enmity that could exist between them. Uh, they come together as human beings uh, all in their, from their very different worlds to, to fight something that is a, a, a danger to them. And I think um, and I think certainly dealing with COVID, we could learn to that, but just in general, dealing with, uh, with, with, with life. I yearn for the good old days of family ties when uh, <laughs> uh, people, yeah. could be on, people could be on very different sides of political questions and, and manage to hammer out uh, compromises. And they can get along, uh, yes. Ex yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody went to bed without dessert because they were a Republican or a Democrat no. or on different sides of the aisle. Uh, and the, 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 the ties that bound people together were stronger than the things that uh, uh, threatened to tear them apart. So again, again, even though you, I know family ties are still playing everywhere still in some sort of way, we have to have the young people today watch family ties and understand, you know, just because you're Republican, just because you're a Democrat, just because you're a liberal, just because you're conservative, doesn't mean you can't get along with each other. And that is what we need to do to move this country forward in 2020. I think you're right. And our politicians have to show us that. And family ties, those are the days when a Democrat like Tip O'Neill, the leader of the House, Speaker of the House, and Ronald Reagan, two Irishmen could sit down over some Irish whiskey 
and hammer out a compromise. They couldn't be more different in their political yes. outlook. And yet they found the common <laughs> Irishness <laughs> between them and O'Neill and O'Regan, and they'd sit down and have a drink and say, how can we fix this? How can we make this happen? And that's what we need. It's, it's, it's got to start with our leaders. We can, uh, uh, show business can, can only do so much. Um, we only have them, uh, we only have them uh, once a week or you know, once every few years. And uh, these, uh, our leaders have us every day. And so they've, they've got to lead the way for us. And we've got to elect the people who want to compromise, I think. Exactly. Well, I appreciate it, Michael. It's available now. Uh, the whole Tremors uh, set, especially the new film Tremors Shrieker Island. So I appreciate you coming by, Michael. And uh, thanks for stopping by and really reminiscing about Family Ties and also Tremors. And th- thanks for coming on the show. Neil, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Day. and uh, be well. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show and we'll be back in just a moment.